Welcome. We're Jackie and Brian, and this is As the Ice Cream Churns. Together, we founded Ample Hills Creamery, one of the most beloved ice cream brands of the last decade. Then we lost it all. We filed for bankruptcy a day before New York City shut down due to COVID-19. Now, someone else owns Ample Hills, and we're out of work. But we're ready to start over. Come join us for an exploration of what went wrong, and more importantly, what comes next. Our guides are close friend, Debbie Rosen. She created the cracked cookies in our hit flavor, salted cracked caramel. When she's not baking, she's a therapist. We thought she could help us navigate these troubled waters. Let's get started. Hey, Jackie and Brian. Hey, how are you, Deb? Hey, I'm good. How you doing? Good. All right. So last episode, you announced you signed a new lease for the social. Um, what's going on? What's the latest with the new shop? Hmm. Well, I, I wish I could tell you that uh, we were focused on updates for the social, um, but uh, we're actually looking for another lease now for ourselves. Um, you know that uh, we uh, had to file personal bankruptcy back in September, and we talked about that in a previous episode. Um, part of that has resulted in us needing to leave where we've lived the last uh, number of years with the family, and so we're in the process of uh, trying to find another apartment under a you know pretty quick time frame here before we open the shop but also while we're trying to build out the shop um and um you know it's surprisingly maybe not surprisingly it's quite difficult to find a, a landlord that will rent to somebody that uh, just filed for bankruptcy yeah it's um it's been uh exhausting we've seen a number of apartments we've gotten turned down um by a number of different landlords and um and it's just uh it's exhausting it's yeah. it's time consuming yeah and it's tough because you know you have to find it you know we're trying to find a place closer to where the new shop's going to be um, you know, but uh, we're also obviously downsizing a, a great deal, which is, you know, that's okay. It's just as, you know, it's, I mean, it's fine. I, I grew up in a tiny apartment in New York City. Yeah. It's, you know, it is what it is. It's just, it's, it's just trying to, to, you know, get rid of our stuff and figure out, you know, how we're gonna, how we're gonna get this place. Yeah. And, and to pack at the same time that we're trying to think about, right. you know, creative decisions around the social. So it's it's definitely uh, creating some stress. Yeah. I mean, bankruptcy doesn't go away once you file it, clearly. Right. Um, I'm just wondering how you're framing this experience um, to the children and what's their reaction to it? Oh, it's, oh, <laughs> it's rough. Um, you know, I think especially for Kaleo, who's 11 and, you know, his kind of world, you know, revolves around the neighborhood that we're in right now. And he, he, you know, is able to walk to the playground and see friends and he can walk to school from here. And so, you know, um, it, it, he's had a, he's had a kind of nice, you know, um, you know, just, just neighborhood life the way I did when I was growing up, which is great. You know, I, my family never moved, you know, my family stayed in the same place, you know, rent controlled apartment for, you know, uh, 
still actually it's still there um but you know so for for years and years and years and um yeah i mean nona is a little more resilient because she's older she's 14 so she gets on the train she can go to different neighborhoods i think she's less focused on a specific spot um you know anytime we tell kaleo that we're looking at an apartment that's outside of the five block radius of where we are you know uh he starts to freak out so it's it's gonna be um i mean i think that's probably the hardest part emotionally for us is to is is with them yeah um you know they they understand that you know why um but it doesn't i don't know that the understanding makes it you know any easier for them you said that Nona's resilient, and I've seen online that she's caught the entrepreneurial bug. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, she started a, a whole company. She's she's an artist, and so um, she started a an online sticker company called Creations by Nona Kai, um, which made me very proud, also because you know we named her Nona Kai, although she used to go by Nona, and now she's kind of embraced the Nona Kai part, which it makes me also very just proud. Um, yeah. So for any of you podcast listeners that want <laughs> stickers um, for your kids, um, no, but it's just it's really been neat to see because you know we have limited resources uh, obviously right now, and she's out making um, you know almost as much as we are <laughs> at this point in time. Yeah. You know, selling stickers herself. Yeah, she's doing custom illustrations, and yeah. you know she's. Um, communicating uh, with the the you know her customers and yeah. um, and she's posting you know things that the customers say once they receive these really cool stickers that they put on their phones or on their computer. It's just it's really sweet. Um, it, it's great. I mean, necessity is the mother of invention. I wonder <laughs> if she would have done this had this not happened. Yeah. It's interesting. It's true. No, it's, it's true. true. I mean, she's definitely, yeah, she's got that entrepreneurial bug, which is amazing. All right. So let's turn to the shop. What's the latest on the progress? Well, I mean, the exciting news is in the last uh, few days, we've got our work permit from the Department of Buildings. We have a contractor and, uh, you know, we're recording this on a Sunday. Construction should start uh, tomorrow or the next day. So in the next uh, 48 hours or so construction should start and we we've got a decent shot at you know opening at some point in in july national ice cream month so i mean starting a new business is a mystery to most people can you share more details about the steps involved yeah actually i mean i guess if we go back to where we were ending it last episode i mean we were just announcing that we'd sign this lease and we were starting this new business but um you know, what's the very first step? I mean, the very first thing that we did was we had to hire an architect. Um, and so we did that. And then the very first thing that you're doing with that architect um, is just what is the floor plan? What's the, you know, meaning if you're sitting above the shop looking down, what's the layout of it? How do people move through the space? Where do they line up? Where are the cabinets and the dipping cabinets where the ice cream is? Where's the kitchen? Where's the booths that people sit in? And so we had to just, we had to create that. And so uh, it starts by, you know, uh, the benefit of having done this 10, 15 times at Ample Hills was that we had a pretty good idea of how to do that. And most spaces 
sort of speak to what they should be. There aren't that many ways to lay out an ice cream shop in a space. So you have, you know, you have sort of a limited way in which you can do that. Um, but we start by doing it where we're just doing a little drawings ourselves and uh, and then we pass them on to the architect and then they send them back and like, you know, nice drawings. And so we did that. That's the that was sort of the, the first thing. And we submit that for permitting and then you can start out on the building process. What about the design process? Yeah, that's the the real fun part, um, <laughs> because it's it's how everything is going to come to life and it's the feel of it. I mean, certainly when you're creating the floor plan, there's a feel to that as well, which we know, but that's more of an operational feel. You know, it's like, how are you going to move through this space efficiently? And how is it, you know, not going to feel like either A, you're on top of each other and B, you're able to, you know, as a as an employee, serve your guests, you know, as quickly and efficiently as possible. Um, but the design part is a whole other thing. And, and we knew right away that we wanted um, it to be an illustrative, homegrown feel. Um, you know, that's important to us because we respond, you know, to that type of a shop when we walk into, you know, a space, whether it feels corporate. And usually if it feels corporate, it's digital, it's, you know, um, it's not done by hand. And for us, it was really important to um, have it done by, by hand. So it was finding an illustrator, which we did. Um, we interviewed many of them, actually, and we um, decided um, to hire somebody that was just um, a painter, actually. And, um, and she created these moods with her paintings that were so um, captivating to us that, you know, um, and we, we asked her if she could draw, you know, characters and, and, and other kinds of designs. And she certainly is a very, 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 um, schooled and, you know, experienced painter. So yes, she could. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so the first step within that illustrative process, uh, is really designing a, a logo. And well, oftentimes you would have somebody else design a logo than somebody that's sort of doing a mural on a wall. Uh, here we wanted the two things to speak together and to be part of the same thing. And so um, the first step with uh, this illustrator, it, it was designing this logo. And um, so the, uh, you know, the, the, the idea behind the logo was that we wanted it to feel like the 1970s um, and you know we wanted it to have the color and the, the playfulness of the 70s um. yeah I mean when we we first started envisioning the look and feel of the shop it was very Sesame Street like for us you know and I, I think we we had talked about that even prior to you know um, this or I guess maybe the last podcast but we were talking about how we wanted to feel like everybody's welcome um no matter who you are and like you know and, and everybody's different and we're celebrating that difference and you know all of those kind of like great things that you learned on sesame street when you were growing up or at least when we were growing up which was in the 70s you know that made you feel accepted and you know excited about you know being with other people and 
you know, it's another offshoot of the social, right? And coming out of this, you know, time of social distancing and being together, um, you know, these are the people of your neighborhood, you know, mm-hmm. and that was the vibe we were looking for. So it it was funny because when we started out um, designing the logo with her, we, you know, the, we didn't immediately go to the 70s, even though that's kind of what we were thinking about, but we weren't necessarily thinking 70s. We were thinking all of these experiences, these feelings of like together togetherness and like difference and celebration and you know in the city in new york city you know celebrating the city right like everybody's leaving the city we are celebrating the city like these are all really important parts that we want to be able to impart visually viscerally when you walk into our shop now i hope we can do that because this you know makes me excited and you know for this experience when we're able to to you know actually get it all put it all together but um, so anyway, the, the logo started off very different from where it is now, and it's still it's still being tweaked a little bit. So we're not quite ready to um, share it with the public, but we soon. Yeah, soon. I would say like within the next two weeks, yeah. you know, we we've been um, just you know making sure it's exactly what we want it to be before we 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 show it widely. How does the logo influence how you're going to design the shop? Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's uh, that's right. I mean, actually, everything starts with the logo and that illustrative style. And then out of that, we think, well, what are the actual materials and finishes? I mean, what does the countertop look like? And what are the cabinetry look like? And the booths and the lighting, right? All of those are design choices that we have to make. We want to start with a guiding principle, which is this... Uh, Sesame Street's 1970s, the logo and the illustrative design. And so then, you know, when we first started talking, uh, you know, the one of the things that Jack and I love so much is, uh, you know, mid-century modern, Mad Men. And so we had talked to the architect about that. And we had talked to the designer about that kind of aesthetic look in terms of we were thinking of materials and booths and, um, and wall treatments. But I think, you know, you mentioned uh, another reference. Do you wanna... Oh, the Brady, excuse me, the Brady Bunch. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, because it's a bit more playful, but, uh, you know, very 70s. And like, even if you just, um, you know, Google image of the Brady Bunch, you, there's an image that comes up where they're all standing on that staircase and there's like this like really cool like four color wood paneling you know well it's surrounded by wood paneling and there's a geometric shape of like orange and green and Mm -hmm. um something else i'm drawing a blank on but you know it it was that vibe i'm like oh that's the mood that we we kind of wanted i mean that's the the beautiful thing is uh, sort of the creative process is you know we started with this thing and we're like well, Mad Men and, and Mid-Century Modern, how does that relate to this other vibe of Sesame Street? And it doesn't. And, and you know, um, when Jackie sort of brought up Brady Brunch, I mean, the architect, you know, like a light bulb went off because he was like, yes, because, of course, Brady Brunch is filled with Mid-Century Modern furniture, and yet it's in a much more whimsical, colorful way than the sort of coolness of Mad Men and, uh, and the lack of color there. And so that's sort of what then we're thinking about in terms of 
you know, formica or wood paneling or the bold color combinations that we're going to look for with the with the boots and the walls. Yeah, and of course, mind you, we we have a budget, so <laughs> always. <laughs> so that's the that's the tricky part, right? Like you know, we've got to make sure, and we are very focused on making sure that it comes you know uh you know into to our budget so you know it's being creative too it's how do we how do we do this you know a lot of it's going to be with like you know paint color because paint color is cheaper than you know um other types of of construction so excuse me have you always agreed uh, on the style and what you wanted for the design of the shop brian and i Mm mm-hmm um, yeah, no. it's a lot. E- well, I, I was going to say it's a lot easier to agree on the design of the social than it is where we're going to move oh, to God, in yeah. the personal life and in the apartment. It's the, a lot. These are these are so much. It's true. We can we can agree on a, a lot easier. Uh, mm. You know, or or. Or we, yes, we can agree yeah. easier on that than moving into the I, right apartment. It's been... Yeah. I don't think the process is one... The, the process is a really creative and exciting collaborative process. So we, we both absolutely love Mid-Century Modern and Mad Men, and we absolutely both love Sesame Street, and we both love um, the 70s and the colors. And so we loved all those things, and the process of getting to what the actual thing is is a um, iterative iterative process in which you know uh, it's been no it's felt great and i think for the most part we are uh, absolutely on the same page of it you know there'll be things like oh well maybe it should be a little darker this color or darker that color but th- those are those are easy things that... i always want red and everything yes. too because i'm like true. i am <laughs> red is my absolute favorite color and i'm in a constant state of what well, where's the red yeah. so so I see on Instagram that you're visiting a lot of ice cream shops. Um, what's the reasoning behind the research besides the obvious? Well, research. <laughs> I just like ice cream. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. I mean, you know, so it's, it's it's double, right? It's both, you know, trying the ice cream um, and getting a sense of how the that's being served, you know, obviously the quality of the ice cream, but then just, you know, not even just the quality, the qualities, you know, can be good, it can be bad, but you know, it's, it's really about, you know, how, how is it presented? You know, how are their menu boards? What are they, you know, what is their, you know, kind of overall focus? Um, you know, what's the design of the shop? Um, a lot of the places that we've been going to have been in existence for many years. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool to, to, I like to, you know, look at, you know, how, how have they, you know, what, what do people love about coming to this shop? And I've been posting on Instagram and asking for people's suggestions, which have been unbelievably helpful because like we have like a list of places now from people <laughs> who have like yep. have suggested places on instagram and i'm like great let's go this place yeah. you know and um and so, we're taking the kids as yeah. much as possible because you know uh drag them around to ice cream shops which you'd think you know they'd want to do but geez <laughs> I, I guess our, our kids are a little tired of ice cream but still it's it's good to get their feedback and, and um and their you know impressions from the point of view of uh queens and teens yeah no it's been fun before we end i'm wondering if you can speak on your observations of how differently than with ample hills you're approaching these early stages 
Yeah, I think um, with Ample Hills, you know, we, you know, initially had an idea and it was, you know, we had a, a you know, very loose vision. We didn't know how it was going to uh, particularly come together. Um, and, you know, uh, he, we didn't necessarily write anything down. We knew what we wanted to name it and um, we kind of went through iterations with the designer in, in the beginning of what the logo is going to be. And that took, you know, various steps and uh, kind of looked back at that this week, actually. And it was interesting because it was a completely different color palette and, you know, that we started with, that we ended with. But, um, you know, in some ways it's also very much the same, I think, um, except for the fact that we're codifying everything now, like we're writing everything down. Um, you know, have a very clear vision that's written down. Yeah, I think that that's the, the key is that, you know, we're so much more organized now. Uh, I mean, we have pages and pages of, you know, story and narrative that we've written down uh, about what we want to accomplish and, and how um, the flavors are interacting and how the, the shop is uh, communicating those stories and, and things that it took us, you know, a decade to sort of codify, as Jackie said, at Ample Hills, we're starting from the point of view of knowing what those things are. So I think um, since those are influencing the decisions that we're making now, it's just it's going to make the whole thing feel a little more um, put together, a little more whole. And it certainly um, makes the process uh, go a little smoother. Uh, you know, on the other hand, it is still just as terrifying. And, uh, you know, every every week still has, you know, ups and downs and there's still going to be plumbing problems and electrical problems and all the, you know, the crappy things that just sort of arise when you're trying to build out a shop, which we will continue to update you on as we have new updates as we go um, forward. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we definitely want to sort of bring people along with the, uh, the process, not just the uh, all the good stuff, um, but also all the, the pitfalls that happen as you try to, you know, build out a new shop and start a new business. Yeah, yeah. And I, I know that some people um, will eventually be doing the same thing or are doing the same thing. So we're happy to share our journey with you all and um, hear about yours in the coming weeks, too. Well, good luck with apartment hunting. And um, I look Ooh. forward to the next update. And seeing the new logo thank you thanks deb take care bye bye